Welcome back to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm wonderful. How are you? Man, I'll tell you what. I'm a, I'm a little tired today, bud. I'm a little tired. A little tired. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You had a long drive. A lot of driving. Came home from West Virginia. Traveling. A lot of rain coming back here, man. Like, uh, just I didn't get to, you know, usually on my way home from West Virginia, I sleep about half the way. Just as I'm, I mean, it's, you know, it's the same old roads. You drive them every day. You're half asleep anyway. Not today. Not with the rain, man. Not with the rain. Got to be alert. Yeah, unfortunately. Both of each of those things separately makes you tired. The rain and driving. Yes. Together. Oh, my. Oh, Ooh, how boy. do you stay awake, man? Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. The guardrail helped. Guardrail <laughs> helped. <laughs> the, the rumble grooves, strips. The, the rumble grooves, strips. Yeah, yeah those yeah, yeah. those keep me alive. Those keep me, well, I don't know if they keep me alive, but they keep me awake. So I guess that's a good thing. Yep. Same thing. They uh they also kept us alive uh, coming back from Boston. Oh yeah. And uh and they also kept us alive. My dad and I alive coming back from an elder game like up in Cleveland or something several years ago. It was that, like it was like a blizzard. It was oh, couldn't geez. see anything. So for a while he just, just used those. That's to, what I would have done to stay in the lane. I just used that to stay in the lane. We had to pull over at one point because it was snowing so hard and you could not see anything. Uh, I love it. The The best, though, was we're driving to Boston, and uh, Adam's brother is asleep in the back. Me and Adam are in the front seats. He's driving, and all of a sudden, at the same exact time, we he, we, he hits a rumble strip, and at the same time, we both wake up <laughs> and stare at each other. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That was uh that's hey those things are there for a reason man they did their job that day they kept us alive that day that could have that would have been bad then we, then we pulled over into a rest stop and <laughs> yep. had a snooze for a bit took a little nap which is where some people get murdered um, I feel like that doesn't happen I don't feel like that's a normal thing I feel like people I feel like people just say people get murdered at rest stops to scare you maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't heard of a story of someone getting murdered at a rest area in a very, 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 very long time. That's true. Neither have I. I sleep in rest areas all the time. (laughs) Dude, if I get tired on my way home when I'm driving either Columbus or West Virginia or even Dayton, wherever I'm at, I come, if I'm tired, man, I pull off. I, I hit me for a quick snooze, man. I give me a little 15, 20 minute break at the rest area, jump up. Those little short power naps, do those help you? Uh, it's funny. They help me when I'm driving, but like if I'm at home, there's no such thing as a short power nap. If I'm laying down in bed, nah, man, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm out there. Hours. That thing comes up 15 minutes. Yeah. If it's not an hour, it's not a nap. Yeah. That's the way I say it. Yep. Anything more, anything less than that is a tease. I feel you. Yep. Anything less than that is a tease. Uh, but anyway, we've got a lot going on today. We've got, uh, we're going to talk about the Reds some more. We talked, we had Bobby Nightingale on last week. If you did not get to hear that, go back, check out episode number 160 something. It's called Bobby Nightingale Jr. He came, comes on, he talks nothing but Reds as the Reds were on a hot fire, like a blue hot, white hot Reds streak. Uh, since then. They did lose uh, yesterday. They're playing right now. Of course, if you're watching this po- listening or watching this podcast, then later on, then who knows? You may or may not know that. So, uh, and it doesn't look good for them right now because there's two on with one out. So, we're going to talk some more about the Reds. We're going to talk about where they're at in the playoffs. The playoffs are coming on. There's not a ton of stuff going on. Do a little bit of Reds, 
maybe talk a little Joey Votto for a minute. I know you probably are done hearing about Joey Votto, but I'm not. And then uh, we've got our Mount Rushmore, which this week is the Mount Rushmore of wrestling tag teams. I'm so excited about this. That's going to be fun. That might end up taking up a lot of our time. Yeah, it might. And then we've got uh, Harmony. It's not McGillicuddy. It's uh, Harmony McKellie-Kai. I don't know. I can't. I, I don't remember how to say his name. Um, but we've got him. His uh, He's the comedy special of the day so got uh, a full show maybe maybe short every time we think it's going to be a short show it ends up turning into a two-hour podcast so if that happens we apologize ahead of time if not it is what it is so let's kick it off brother what do you say actually before we kick this off i haven't asked you in a while we we had a segment that ran for a while on this show and uh it was a lot of fun adam uh, adam started taking walks and the very first story of his walks that he was taking was that a uh, young woman called him Crack a Thug as he was walking. So, uh, obviously, the segment was called Walking Stories with Crack a Thug. Do you have any walking stories uh, as of late? doesn't have to be this week. Maybe something something from the past. I haven't asked you in the last few weeks, Bob. Yeah. Um, I've only taken a few walks in the last few weeks. I'm trying to think of something. <clears throat> there, There is, I think... There's a there's a, a a gal who I'm pretty sure I've seen her a couple of times and I don't know if she has a place to live or not. Um, I don't know if she's on drugs or not, but I suspect so that I know. Let me go ahead and answer both those questions for you. I, I've never seen her, never met her, but the fact that you're asking, I'm gonna go with uh, no home and does drugs. The only, the, I, I think you might be right. I, the only thing is, I think I saw, I think it's the same person I saw a while ago. And she, I, I noticed her and it's one of these, I see them sometimes. One of these people that you see far ahead coming towards you and, and you kind of notice the way they're walking, the way they're behaving, the way they're just, they're just generally look. And I see her like at a, at a light getting ready to cross the street coming toward me way ahead and she's like talking to somebody in a car uh-huh. and, and and I could just tell there's something a little different about this gal yeah she's uh she's probably trying to uh, I mean my idea you know she doesn't have a home she needs some drugs she's probably trying to get in that car and get a little happy ending going on <laughs> I I don't know. Give a happy ending, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Um, but I, so I, I was like, oh boy, here we go. And so, as we're approaching each other to pass, she starts talking to me. Yeah, can't understand what she's saying. Oh, uh, can't understand at all. And I I kind of so I kind of just like uh, you know give it the old same thing I gave the my. Uh, my gentleman admirer, the yeah, one time the guy who was in love with you, just yeah. a nervous laugh. Uh, <laughs> you laughed at the girl, uh, just a, a nervous chuckle, and or you know, kind of a huh, yeah, or a, yeah, a little yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, I got you. Um, and then I think I saw the same woman sitting out in front of an apartment building, uh, and sort of the same deal. I'm walking by and I hear someone say something and I look up and she's just sitting out there smoking a cigarette or a crack pipe or whatever it is. <laughs> and she says something to me and I, I didn't understand it. And I'm like, 
and I just kind of look up and I realize, okay, it's one of these uh, situations. And it's one of these situations I find myself in all the time. Adam I, says, for some reason, crackheads and everybody else well, trying to talk to Westwood and Chiviet. So, and I just, I'm, I'm, I just kind of do the same things: nervous laugh, haha, okay, yeah, smile or whatever. And then I hear her say something like, she's like narrating it now. She's like, oh, he said, you know, f. F her or something like that. And I'm like, Ooh, I don't mm, know. yeah, that's exactly what I said in my head. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm like, I, and I just kind of ignored it after that and kept walking. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I don't want her to stab me with a poison needle or anything like that. So, or her crack pipe just, just kept going. I don't want her to, yeah. Smash her glass crack pipe and stab me with it or yeah. burn me with it or whatever you do. Um, so anyway, that's, uh, that was something that I that I kind of had in my back pocket there. I think it was the same gal, or it could be. They're probably friends. Some of those, they all look alike. Leather faced. <laughs> they're all leather faced. You know. Yeah, yeah. They all got leather. Their skins made of leather. They, uh-huh. they constantly look like they're higher in a kite. Yeah, I know exactly. What they look twenty five years older than. They I love it. Oh yeah, are. she's probably like she's probably like eighteen, and she looked like she was fifty seven. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> Hey, listen, hey, you know what? Some people just age differently. Not everybody can age like you. You know what I mean? It just doesn't work that way. I'll tell you. You know, I, you know who else ages well? Who's that? Joey Votto. He does age Joey well. Joey Votto ages well. Man, uh, what, 37, 38, he's, something like that. He just, he, he's, he'll be 37 30. on September 24th or 5th. Uh, he's a day or two. Right around A you. year and a day or a year and a day. or, or He's the same age as me. He's going to be 38, yeah. He's just barely older than me because I always used to say, he's a day or two older than me, I used to say that you can't wear the jersey of a professional athlete if that athlete is younger than you. You're not allowed to do it. And he is. And he technically is older than me, therefore I can oh, wear his jersey. That's right. He's older than you. Yeah. So I can wear his jersey because he's a couple days older than me. All right. Do you have a Joey Votto jersey? I do not. No. Okay. No. I'm pretty sure the only Reds jersey I still own to this day is a Dimitri Young jersey that I got back when the Reds used to at Old Riverfront Stadium when they used to do their uh, guys that were no longer on the team and you could buy a jersey for like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. You got me a meat hook jersey. So I'd get one right now if they had one. Absolutely. Votto's in rare form right now. This, we all know about the power surge that he's on. The guy's hitting like 360 over the past month. He's, he's just The last two months have been incredible. The Reds have been incredible. Last night, something kind of worrisome happened we've all been talking about having this you know what what our bullpen needs to be for the second half Lorenzen back uh Garrett just needs to throw a little bit better he, he doesn't need to be in, in any pressure situations because you've got Lorenzen you've got TJ Antone that was so good in the beginning of the year um TJ Antone comes back he's had seven rehab uh appearances and can't even get through one batter and pulls up. I'm watching the game last night. He he throws that last pitch, and as soon as he throws it, he lets it go. He looks down, and then he starts holding himself and calls the calls him out. His arms. I, I didn't see what it was. Have they come out with anything official on it yet? Uh, forearm tightness or something. Well, like forearm that. tightness is not bad. But I heard elbow first, right? Did you hear that? Yeah, that's what I thought when they were looking at him. That's what it looked like they were doing when he was when they were looking at him. So I'm wondering if it's still a little too early. They know he's not going to be able to pitch for a while again. So that maybe they're just calling it that to not alarm everybody, and they're still yeah. maybe checking it out. I'm not sure, but 
I did hear elbow first. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then you know, because he had Tommy John surgery yeah. three years, four years ago, yep. something like that. Yep. Um, so you know, hopefully it's not another one. One thing we didn't bring up with Bobby Nightingale, uh, Red's beat writer for the Cincinnati Inquirer last week, was when the September call-ups come in, is Hunter Green an option to be in this bullpen? I mean, I feel like that is that might be the 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 stick that puts him over the edge, right? I mean, you remember we all remember Rodas Chapman was going to be the next best starter for the Reds, and then that first year he was here, or second year, I can't remember what it was, they brought him up in September, and he jumped into that relief role. And was phenomenal, and to this day is probably the highest paid closer in all of baseball. Yep. So, is this something that could happen where Hunter Green could come up and really make a? Because because right now, we knew that the Reds had a pretty easy second half of the year. They this is the last time they're playing the Brewers. If they can just get one out of three and then win every series from there on out, we're looking pretty good. He comes up in September, boosts that bullpen. Is that an option, you think? What do you think about that? I definitely think, and I think you need to do that. He's been really good. I think his last outing he struggled a little bit, but before that, Hunter Green has been outstanding this year. He's throwing 103 with movement. I mean, this, yeah. it's unbelievable. And that's the kind of guy you are. You might not be for the next, who knows, in the next 10 years, you might not be in playoff contention again. You yep. have to take advantage of this. Use every single tool you have. I don't care about starting anybody's time. I don't care about messing anybody up when he's used to starting and now you throw him in the bull. But this it's September, right? The the he's his he's hit his innings, right? He he's thrown his big innings. The bulk of his innings are done. They probably don't want him throwing a bunch of innings. He needs to come in, throw an inning here, throw an inning there. It's no longer, you know, I I I don't think they want him starting or, or anything. So this can't hurt. If anything, it just gets him out there, gets a little loose every now and then. Keep it going. I'm excited for that. I'm pretty excited for that. If you, if you throw him, like you said, and, and you catch lightning in a bottle and he he ends up being the next Aroldis Chapman, and same thing with uh, with Rysel Iglesias. Same thing happened with him too. So, yep. I, you know, if he can come in and get and be a more reliable guy late in games – in September and win a few games that that the Reds have been losing uh, all year because they haven't had a guy they can really count on in the bullpen, then you got to try it. You got to try it out. If it doesn't work, if he struggles or whatever, then don't pitch him again. But you have to try it, I think. His arm's yeah. too too good right now to, to not use. I agree. I agree. It's going to be interesting to see how this comes up um, or how it works out for the Reds the rest of the way. They've got – uh, a rel- like I said, they've got a relatively easy um, schedule coming up from here after the Brewers. Of course, now, as I already ha- I just had their schedule pulled up, man. Man, don't you hate that when you have everything planned out and then something happens and you go to the 20. 20- I don't want to care about the 2022 schedule. Where's my 20? 20- Help me out here. Ad. Oh, here we go. You got my, you got, you're at Miami for three That's games. right. So then you, you got the Marlins who are absolutely horrible. We just beat up on the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that long ago, so uh, you get to you get to go through that, and then after the Marlins, you've got St. Louis at home. That's a big series. Then you got the Tigers; they're terrible. Then you got the Cubs; they're terrible. Then St. Louis again in St. Louis, Pittsburgh terrible. Then the Dodgers. I mean, you've got some. You got You've got to hit two out of three or sweep all those winnable series. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And you've got to get at least one. Both times you play, you, I, 
those two series against St. Louis, you've got to you you can lose two in one of them, but you've got to get two out of three in the other. Get two out of three at home and and get at least one and on get the road. one on the road. And then the Dodgers, if you can get one out of the Dodgers, especially if you get two, but the Dodgers are so good. Yeah. If you can get one from the Dodgers while you're at home, then you got Pittsburgh, Washington, the White Sox, and then Pittsburgh again. I mean, you are playing Pittsburgh like crazy. Those are you should never lose to Pittsburgh. That's six. Let's see, three, six, nine. That's nine games at the end of this year that they should win. You better go eight and one. You better. You can no. You should go nine and zero. Oh. You're right. Eight and one. Eight and one. But still, this. It, no matter what happens, I, I listened to in Cincinnati on uh, was it fifteen thirty or whatever it is. They've got the um, twelve o'clock that Cincinnati hour that they do since the three sixty with Tony Pike and Mo Egger comes in at the end. I'm going to tell you what, every time the Reds lose, it's the the world's coming down, It has, we're all done, and then they go on a four-game winning streak. And like I, I want to give Tony Pike a hug, and, and I know what he's trying to do. you got to keep a little something going on the radio, but let's, let's all take a deep breath. Every loss is not the end of the world. Every win is not the greatest win of all time. Mm-hmm. We are sitting right where we need to sit. San Diego, who we are currently – Tied with for the last, or or they we're lost up half last a game. night, so we're still up. A game, so we're still up a game. So you're playing. You're you're really right now focused on that San Diego series. We're one game up on them. They're playing the Dodgers. That is a tough. T- they're in a tough series. We're in a tough series. Let's just focus on getting things moving here. We get past the Milwaukee Brewers. Get into a little easier schedule. Come back out firing. Hopefully this T.J. Antone thing that we were all counting on doesn't kill us. And then we go from there. I'm feeling really good about these red legs, though. I still am, too. I am. Uh, It's been, well, they were in it last year, I guess. But it it just feels, for some reason, the regular season feels a little bit better than last year's did. Maybe because last year was funny. Well, with the COVID year and everything that happened, it was was the goofiest year you could ever have. But I don't really count that as even a playoff appearance but they've been so good in the second half uh and, and a lot of guys and it's it's not one guy carrying the team it's a bunch of guys we talked about that a little bit too it's not just Votto. it's tyler naquin is the he's, reigning national league player of the week yeah and he's uh, got two more hits today he had two yeah. of the three hits <laughs> jonathan india is going to be rookie of the year i i can't imagine he wouldn't be um yeah, winker is out right now so if they can especially if they can get at least one against milwaukee and then hold against these bad teams until they can get Winker back, which I still don't know what an intercostal strain is, but that's what he's got. Yeah, you know, um, it's the intercostal. Yeah, intercostal. Yeah. Uh, so good luck with your intercostal, buddy. Um, and by the way, thank you for listening, uh, Jesse. Yeah. We appreciate it as I always. Hope but, get better, buddy. Yep. Um, but, I, you know, hold hold out until you get him back. If the TJ Antone injury isn't an elbow thing, if it's really just a forearm thing, and maybe he needs another week. Maybe he needs another two weeks. Get him back at the end of September or whatever, so you can have him for the playoffs. I'm good with that. Uh, you know, bring in Hunter Green, looking good. And I'll tell you what. Speaking of the bullpen, they have. You know, people were right before the trade deadline, before they made those couple of trades. People were so down on this front office for not doing anything over the off season and yep. saying well this is here we go this is the reds are gonna fall off a cliff now and the, the bullpen's so bad and they didn't do anything because they don't care about winning and whatnot since then they made the two trades uh to get a couple of arms in the bullpen they've 
dropped a couple of guys. They just released Sean Doolittle, or they designated him for assignment, mm-hmm. who was struggling. Um, T, uh, Embry, not, Keith Embry. Heath Embry's gone. Um, what's his? Oh my gosh, uh, left-hander that I that I Garrett. my favorite guy, Garrett. Garrett. Uh, yeah, Amir, Amir Garrett. Garrett. There you go, bud. I got you. Boy, Come on, we're gonna make it through boy. this. I almost said Garrett Cole after you said Garrett. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Uh, he has not pitched in like eight or ten days, um, and I mean because you you ha- you don't have really anywhere to put him because he he's just not he getting can't out. pitch. So, but the current active bullpen has a 3.86 ERA on the season. So, um, the over the bullpen ERA over the season is 5.18 which is third worst in baseball. But the relievers that are no longer with the team hit were the worst of it. Right. So now they're 386. Where's, three, where's 386 sit with the rest of the league? Any idea? Tenth. Tenth. There you go. So you feel better about it, right? We all feel better about they're, it. They're making moves to try to make this team. 100%. To try to improve they're this team doing what they can. And, it's in, in, and it worked because they are winning a lot of baseball games since the break. They were nine games out of the wild card before the break. And now they're, they are in the – they are currently, if the season ended now, they play the Dodgers for the wild card. Like, that's insane. So <laughs> – I'm I'm super excited. I don't, excited. Like, I don't, I don't like that, like that either. Unless we can figure out a way to get Castillo on the mound, I don't like that matchup either. But uh, Urias or whatever his name is threw a gem yesterday. Yeah. So for the Dodgers. So anyway, um, yeah. So that's what we got with the Reds. Uh, not a ton to even talk about because look, man, the NFL is in the preseason. We don't get too big into that. Joe Burrow is going to play on Sunday, which is uh, big news. We really get to see what it looks like for him to have some real pressure on him uh, live, another t- a different team, fans in the stands, a little different aura for him uh, against the Dolphins. So that'll be fun, but we really don't have much to talk about that. We're going to hopefully get a uh, little Bengals, our Bengals insider uh, on next week. We'll make sure he's, a- he's available. And then as well, uh, you know, that's that's pretty much it. There, You know, there's not a ton of sports going on right now except baseball and preseason football. We don't get too deep into the NFL in this podcast anyway. So we could talk summer league basketball. We could talk summer league basketball or you know, we could talk uh we could talk uh Little League Little League World Little Series. League World Series, go Hamilton. Hamilton's in it still. Todd Frazier's uh nephew is in it or something like All that right. for New Jersey, the team that he played for. So he's there because you're allowed to have a certain amount of fans from your family, a certain amount of family oh, you're allowed cool. there. So uh that's kind of cool. Um yeah, so yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a different. Uh, there, I, I don't have anything else to say about that except that because I haven't watched any games. Yeah. I do know there's a girl catcher who apparently is like some stud catcher, but so the other day, you remember Monet Davis, right? I did see that. Yeah, the girl. Yeah, she threw the first pitch out to that chick, which was kind of cool. Uh, I, I, I thought that cool. was cool. I said chick. She's like 12 years old. That's <laughs> that little girl. I know what you mean. So anyway, um, and then she called the game. Yeah, the and then she called the game. They had kids. They had like a 17-year-old girl from New York mm-hmm. and then a uh, another high school kid. I think he was either high school or was going into his freshman year uh, of college or something like that, and he was doing the main calling, and then you got Monet Davis in the middle. She's like 19 or 20 now or something she's, like that. Uh, I think she's a sophomore or junior. I think she, you know, she's, she's going into her junior or senior year at – I can't remember where she's going to school, but she's playing basketball. Oh. Uh. Yeah, she's D2 That's right. That was her player. like that was her sport, yeah. Yeah. 
Yep, she's a basketball player. So, um, so that's all we got for sports. So we're just going to go ahead and turn this thing into what we do, uh, what we love to do probably the most, the Mount Rushmore. This week's Mount Rushmore, Adam got to pick. We've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, and it's finally here, the Mount Rushmore of wrestling tag teams. Mm-hmm. Adam, I've got uh, a few of them written down here. Um, but I'm going to let you go first. This is yours. You picked it. I'm going to let you go first, and then I'll go first when we talk about the comedy segment. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this is so much fun to look up and just take another trip down memory lane as far as wrestling goes. And um, <clears throat> a lot of – man, there were a lot of them, and it's it was hard to put some of these things on this list because some of them are are heel tag teams. But they were huge tag teams. They were incredible, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, the, the the natural disasters, I'm pretty sure, were heels. Earthquake and Typhoon. Earthquake, earthquake and, and Typhoon, yeah. And, and that was – but it was so – I didn't like them or anything, but it was – I was glued to the TV when they wrestled because I just loved hearing – at a, as they're walking to the ring at a total combined weight of 1,000 pounds. Yes. That was my favorite thing. I love when they do total combined weight. And those two guys weighed 1,000 pounds. I mean, now they do the same thing they do in, like, basketball uh, on, like, basketball rosters where they, they give you an extra 50 pounds and an extra four inches. Absolutely. So um, I don't know that those guys actually weighed 1,000 pounds together, but – Probably not that far off. Probably not they too far off. Might have been 800, 800 or so, but um, they were they were always fun to watch. My one of my most memorable Jake the Snake matches was against Earthquake. Nice. Um, yes. For some reason, I just remember that match, and I remember him taking out Damien and putting him on Earthquake at the end. And it, or no, 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 it was he got. They were in the middle of the thing, and he, Jake jumps out of the ring, grabs the bag throws Damien into the ring yeah and earthquake all 500 pounds of him run like like screams and runs like a girl jumps out of the ring out of the ring yes that's awesome <laughs> um, and then he beat him and put him on earthquake later so uh the natural disasters were fun the Steiner brothers I I always liked Rick the dog face gremlin is one of my yes, favorite, you gotta one of my love favorite the nicknames brothers. ever. And then and then his brother goes off and becomes the one of the <laughs> Scott Steiner becomes one of the craziest dudes to ever walk the face of the earth. Yeah. Uh the 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 Scott Steiner where he would go real slow. Not Scott, but uh yeah, Scott Steiner. Scott, yeah. And then he'd he'd pull that bicep up and he had that dude had a bicep on top of his bicep. <laughs> I know. He had like a golf ball on top of his bicep. It was the yeah, craziest yeah. thing in the entire world. That was a, that, that was, was that was post steroids. That was a lump of <laughs> steroids <laughs> yes. under his skin. He just had a, a shot of steroids <laughs> under there at all times. <laughs> um, so they were fun. Uh, another heel team was Nikolai Volkov and Iron Sheik. Um, ah. I don't remember if they called themselves something, but I remember those two being yeah. a tag team for a while. Yeah. Um, and that was uh that that was fun. Uh, who else? I mean, DX, NWO, the Wolf Pack, the New Age Outlaws, the Bushwhackers. Yes. All these all these guys I don't have on my Mount Rushmore. My Mount Rushmore. That's what I, I was just gonna say. I've I got love three. That. All right. I've got three, and I've got to pick my last one. So I'm going 
Number one is the Rockers for me. We talked. We kind of mentioned that. We last talked week. about that. Yep. Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty was like the first tag team that I think I was really. In oh, love we with. all loved them. We all loved the Rockers. Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty going crazy. Those dudes were high flying son of a guns. They wore the fluorescent, you know, tights and yep. and what else, whatever. Um, so those guys were those guys were great. Uh, the Legion of Doom slash Road Warriors, uh, Hawk and Animal. They wore the big spike shoulder pads, the red and black, yep. the face paint and everything. Um, they were great. They were le- I, I, I was always a little confused about this, and then I looked it up. They were Legion of Doom and WWF, and they were the Road Warriors and WCW and the other promotions they were in. Gotcha. Um, I'm putting a, a, a tag team that I don't normally think of when I think of tag teams – but this has to be it's the two two of the biggest wrestlers of all time paired up for a couple of years i think i know what you're going to say the mega powers they're called the mega powers hulk hogan and uh, hulk hogan and randy, and randy savage, savage. Yep. yep i was just wrote down hulk hogan right there i was about to show it to you yeah hulk yep. hogan and randy savage when those two t- when those two were together miss elizabeth in the middle mm-hmm. yeah it was nothing there that was there was nothing better but i don't consider them a tag team so i didn't put them in there they're two superstars but i understand where you're coming from so you're good there they, yeah they did they did team up for a while there uh and then broke up because of miss elizabeth because yep. randy is uh, a little jealous he's a jealous man so those are my three my fourth and early on i don't even think i was much of a fan of these guys but I was such a big Bret Hart fan by the end of his career. Yeah, I got to put the Hart the Foundation Hart Foundations in there. in there. Okay, so that's your. So you got Hulk Hogan and and, and Randy Savage. What were they called? Mega Powers. Mega Powers. You had uh, the Rockers. Mm-hmm. You had the Road Warriors. Mm-hmm. And who was the last one? Oh, the Hart Foundation. Hart Foundation. Nice. So I had Hart Foundation written down on the side. I had Steiner Brothers over there. I got the Road Warriors over there. The Hardy Boys, like those guys, to this day, Jeff Hardy might be one of the craziest people in the entire world. He like went on a drugged out spree for for a long time, where he was high on oxy all the time from you know all the stu- all the pain he was in. Now, now he's back, and he's got the coolest face paint ever because he paints eyeballs on his eyelids. So he comes out and he closes his eyes and it, his whole face is painted. It looks like his eyes are still open. I love that. <laughs> that dude's, in, dude's insane. And he's got some of the best finishers ever. Um, but, yeah, the British Bulldogs, Dynamite Kid and the British Bulldog, and then obviously Dynamite Kid had his thing where he ends up, you know, going a little crazy. And the British Bulldog goes on on his own. Harlem Heat? Dude. Mm. Harlem Heat? Yep. When I didn't write them down. Booker T – was probably one of my favorite wrestlers during the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Absolutely loved him. King Booker. All right, so for the four, for the four, right? There's four, four on the the thing. My my number one uh, is the Rockers. I'm with you on that, okay? Number two, my number two tag team. I can't believe they're not on yours. These guys would get announced and come walking down with their hands flying up in the air. They'd go talk to Mean Gene Okerlund and pull the they'd pull the flower out of his out of his little coat pocket and start eating it. The Bushwhackers were the 
my they were the best man i love they were, the bushwhackers they were they're my second favorite they're my second favorite of all time it's 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 the the rockers and then the bushwhackers and then let's see here so then after that i i mean you talk about heels and everybody's got to love the bad guy you know what i mean somebody's got to be the bad guy whatever it used, he used to say scott hall and kevin nash the outsiders yep and then the outsiders edge and and the power bomb dude i loved that loved it especially when it came out when they came over to wcw i was so big in that time watching wcw like crazy yes they started they started the nwl and then they broke off and started the Wolfpack. yeah so uh that conan remember was his name conan was that his name yeah the, conan the, or conan, yeah, conan that's conan. it conan yeah. Mm-hmm. Arriba Rasa. yeah i love that guy <laughs> all right and last but not least is of course i think these guys were my favorite or one of my favorites just because they had the absolute greatest entrance when uh, the road dog would grab the, or was it? No, it was Jesse James. Jesse James would get the mic and he'd come out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D generation X proudly brings to you the road dog, Jesse James, the badass Billy gun, the new age outlaws that's the best there was nothing that was my oh i used to i used to just walk around saying that yeah yep i loved it I we loved did that it. at work yeah at walgreens we used to do that in the back room, <laughs> yeah. the back room. <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> love that so those guys were the best it looks like we might have a couple comments out on the face tube thing uh live but i'm not on it so i can't really see what it is maybe we do maybe we don't mine's not going to show me anyway so that being said, that's our Mount Rushmore. I can't believe you didn't have the Bushwhackers on there. I had them on my list. I mentioned them, but I just don't have oh, them I didn't on my hear you mention. I didn't hear yeah. you mention them. They, right. They'd probably be fifth for me. Fifth? Yeah, they'd be right there. Do you remember the Brood? They, that oh, was yeah. That Edge dude was Chris Christian. Sebastian. Or Sebastian. <laughs> Christian. Yeah. No, but the, the one guy. Sebastian Maniscalco, who's now a comedian. <laughs> there you go. Edge Christian. I was just, they they <laughs> this guy, the guy who was like the leader of that Brood, is on all of the dark a couple of the dark side of the rings because he wrestled a bunch of people back in the day and he had and one of his girlfriends was they did one of the shows was on his his girlfriend and girl that was on with him all the time um just go. a crazy crazy dude what was his name van uh I know. I, I was trying to think of it, too, Van, on the way over here because I forgot to look it up. Man, that would be so good. Ah, oh, Los Guerreros. That's a good one, Joe Leonard. Yeah, you got to love the Guerreros. Um, I can't believe uh, – I guess if we were to type in leader of the brood, we could probably figure it out. I'm pretty sure it starts with a V. Van something. Van Helsing. Van Helsing. <laughs> Von, Von Hayes. Um, let's see. It was the guy from Punch Out, Von uh, Von Kaiser. But they would like if uh, like if they were if they were talking about somebody or if somebody was talking about them or talking, the lights would go out and then all of a sudden it'd be a spotlight and just blood would come flying from the. <laughs> yeah. It was insane. They like raised from under the stage. And yes. They, yeah, they oh my like gosh, those dudes were, those dudes were crazy. They so were Gangrel, fangs. Gangrel was his Gangrel, name. Gangrel, yeah. yes. Gangrel was the leader. He was the. <laughs> He was the one. Total combined weight, 693 who pounds. Was, who was also uh, the bad guy on Smurfs. That's right. Gang oh, Gang that Gang. was Gargamel. Sorry. Gargamel. Close enough. 
Close enough. Oh, man. Have we ever done a Mount Rushmore of cartoons? Mm, we had to have, right? Maybe not. Have we not? I don't know. Would Fraggle rock? That's not a cartoon. Eh, like puppets, I guess. Yeah, he's more like puppets. Huh. I'm after. But I even like the Smurfs were, I mean, that they would go back and forth, right? They would go from like real life people to cartoon stuff, wouldn't it? Uh, I thought the Smurfs some of the was Gargamel all, stuff. Was animated. I thought some of the Gargamel stuff. He was a real dude. I Am I know. losing my mind here? Maybe I'm losing my mind. It is what it is. Anyway, all right. So, uh, so that's the that. There you go, Bob. We will make nice and quick today. Nice and quick. Nice unless and you quick. got some. Unless you got another. Let's see who else did I have on there. Harlem Heat. Uh, let's see the outside. That's the ones I had. Hardy Boys, which uh, let's see, Dudley Boys. Dudley yeah. Boys, yeah. The Dudley Boys were good. They had that little, the little tiny guy. Uh, I think his name was Mikey or so. I can't remember. Hmm. But yeah, the uh, there was there was three or four of them. But it, the main tag team was the, were the two big big giant guys, and I don't know which one is which. But do you remember in the ECW time frame? Yeah, in the in the late eighties or late late nineties, early two thousands, the oddities. No, the oddities were like, I want to say there were three or four of them, and I think they had a manager too, and they were just really strange. They just, everything they did was just as weird as you could possibly be, and that's their that was their whole thing. I think they wore masks and. Um, yeah, oh yeah, there's a couple the of them. Dude. Oh yeah, it's almost like the one dude. Yeah, the one dude in this show. It almost kind of looks the way they were trying to make. Uh, he's got like a mankind mask on. Yeah, yeah these yeah, are yeah. some weird cats. Yeah, uh, I, I, they popped into my mind. Uh, I don't remember them at all. Mm-hmm. I don't remember them at all. I, I remember fit- they were on the WWF. Uh, walk-in music CD that I listen to every day in my, <laughs> in my uh, 85 Buick Regal. So I got to <laughs> that's a real, is that real? Was it really? It's a Buick Skylark, uh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> do you remember uh, Ted DiBiase, Ted, Ted DiBiase, yeah, Ted DiBiase mm-hmm. and uh, IRS got together and they oh, were money incorporated. That's right. Yeah. That? that was a good, they were good. Yeah. I always thought Ted DiBiase might be one of the worst wrestlers of all time. <laughs> I don't, I don't ever remember watching him wrestle. I don't think I've ever seen him actually wrestle. I remember, I remember watching him wrestle because Virgil was his manager. And I remember Virgil, like when, after he was his manager for a long time. And then he like, it seemed like Virgil st- kept getting bulkier and bulkier yep. and more muscular and then finally he got into wrestling and he became a wrestler like got involved in his matches and then just ended up i think being a solo wrestler yeah um but it was it was always fun he, he came into uh to the song for uh for the love of money or something like yep. that um yeah that was that was fun erwin r shyster that's right um I don't know, man. You got any other good ones before we switch on over to the comedy segment? No, I think we I think we covered all the ones that we watched the most, and that was yeah. Ah, man, so much fun. I could I could sit there and Google this stuff all day long and look at all these. Yeah, I just googled greatest tag teams of all time. Let's see, Hardy Boys, Dudley Boys. There you go. That's who we were talking about right off the bat. Um, Bubble Ray Dudley. That's the guy I was thinking about. The Road Warriors, Heart Foundation, which was a ton of people because there was a because the hearts are there's a billion of them. Uh, Steiner Brothers, New Age Outlaws, 
British Bulldogs demolition. Who was demolition? You remember uh, demolition? I do remember demolition. Yeah. Oh, those were those dudes that wore like the leather, weird, like like sex outfits. They looked like some people into some yeah. bondage kind of stuff. They had like silver and red paint. On yeah, their faces. those yeah. dudes were crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep, demolition, Mad Max, and okay, uh, the Rockers, Harlem Heat. <sighs> Loved Harlem Heat. God, I love them, dude. <laughs> Booker, Booker T, Stevie Ray was the other one. Booker Stevie T and Stevie Ray. Ray. I couldn't That's remember right. the other guy's name. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Oh, the-, the Nation of Domination. That was that was Mark Henry, D'Lo, The oh, Rock. Man, yes. I about them, man. Yeah, that was good too. Boy, the Brothers of Destruction. Uh, I don't remember. That. No idea who those cats are. The uh, Rock oh. was also in another one with I think Tony Atlas. What about like you know what a great tag team? Uh, I mean, when when Kane and Undertaker like like became friendly brothers or whatever they were, <laughs> yeah, or whatever were brothers. Yeah. yeah, like Kane and Undertaker wrestled a few times. That was a oh, that was a pretty cool. That was cool. The New Day is a is a new is the new guys uh, that are out there right now wrestling. Let me ask you this: uh, You you watch current wrestling? Apparently, there's a new heart, a new era heart foundation. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I I saw something about that when I was looking at stuff about the heart foundation. Um, I guess it's what's it in? Brett's. What are they wrestling in? It's they they're not wrestling WWE. I guarantee it. That's the only yeah. thing Parker watches. So, okay. if if they're not in in WWE, then I wouldn't know. It's it's Brett's nephew and I think Brian Pillman's son maybe or something like that. And oh, Brian else. Pillman's son is uh, yeah, that kid. That's not in. That's not WWE because that was one dude that uh, David Arquette wrestled was Brian <laughs> yeah, Pillman's that's... son. And Brian Pillman's son has since then. I think that I want to say they're in AEW or something like that. I'm not sure. Here we go, back into our wrestling. Yeah. Going into wrestling. Somebody else said something on there, but I can't read it because the comments aren't working today. So, Oh, yep. Joe Leonard must have got on late because we did talk about the Major League Soccer All-Star game. Yes, we did. Sorry, Joe. We already talked you about it. it. You're going to have to uh, rewind and go we are, back. We refuse to talk about uh, Major League Soccer, MLS. I refuse to talk about MLS until the – FC Cincinnati wins a game at home. <laughs> they have yet, as I, I could be wrong, but I, I I was under the impression that they've either lost or tied every game at home in their new stadium. Until they win, I'm done. I'm not talking about them. I, I talk about them. I feel like we talk about them every week on this show, constantly talking about these this FC Cincinnati and and the MLS just in general. I'm done talking about it until they can win a game. Win a game at home. It sounds like TQL Stadium is going to become an all-purpose facility pretty soon here for the city. Very well could be. <laughs> it just might be the new football stadium for all the uh, for all the high schools that play football down there at Taft or whatever, That's wherever right. they play at. It's the public school home field yeah, for everybody. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, and yes, it has been a f- it has been uh, it has been confirmed. Confirmed, they are winless at home. You know what's funny uh, about the Reds is, and I think that's still the case, pretty rare for a good team, better record on the road than at home this year. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers, same way. They're is like that, are they? 42 and 24 or something on the road. That's strange. And then they're seven games over 500. Man. Uh, something, I, they just talked about it today, about, and they were talking about how it's unusually hot, I guess, in Milwaukee uh, this year. And when they close the dome, it is even hotter 
Is inside that, right? that stadium. It holds the heat in, and it they have no air conditioning in that stadium because it's only hot for like a week or two weeks of the year usually. Oh wow, really? Yeah, in Milwaukee. That's what I. That's I what I understand. About the same as here. Yep. That's weird. How how do you not, how do you spend that much money on a dome, a retractable dome, and you don't have air conditioning in there? I do. Well, That's because crazy. it's. I assume it's never really that uh, that hot out in the old out in the old walkie. Hmm. You know what I mean? Weird, man. Out in the old walkie talkie, huh? Out in the old walkie talkie. Ooh, I like that. I'm gonna start calling it walkie talkie. I think walkie. I, I said walkie talkie, but uh, that's, I thought you said walkie talkie. Even better. I like walkie talkie. There you go. All right, that sounds good. All right, so that's all for uh, that's all for the uh, wrestling tag teams. I feel like we did pretty good on that. We only had one that was the same. Yeah, in our four. In our four, that usually doesn't happen. We only had one of the. No, we same. had two. You yeah. have, did you have Legion of Doom in your? No, I did not I have mean, Legion of Doom. I mean, uh, Road Warriors. I didn't have the Road Warriors either. No, mine was the Bushwhackers, the Rockers, the New Age Outlaws, and the Outsiders. Yeah. The Outsiders, I don't know. Maybe I put them on a little bit just because I really I liked them. But yeah. because, I mean, going back and looking at it, I mean, the Steiner Brothers were amazing. The Road Warriors obviously dominated all the things they were in. Uh, they did a ton in Japan. There's a lot. I probably could have put the Harlem Heat in there for as much as I love Booker T too. But anyway, all right. So well, let's get on to the to the comedy special that we watched this week. This week's comedy special. I wonder if I still have it pulled up. His name is Harmony. Yes, that's correct. I said his name is Harmony. Uh, McElligot, McElligot, something like that. Harmony yeah. McElligot. I called him Harmony McGillicuddy on the show uh, last too. week. Uh, a little more funny, I think. Odd-looking fella. Funnier than any of his jokes. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> the Sorry. struggle. So you're going first. You're going the first. struggle continues. <laughs> the struggle continues, and I feel like that may or may not have been the perfect way to talk about this. It, you know, here's the deal. He did a decent job at the end. He brought every joke back at the end. Um, this dude's obviously been a comedian for a while. I thought for this being like a taped special and him being somewhere, the audio was horrendous, which I is agree. what it is. And there was times where I couldn't hear what he was saying. Like oh, I thought it sounded like his mic was hot, like he was too loud. Well, and it, was, it went back and forth. Yeah. It would go from screaming into the microphone where I couldn't hear him. Maybe I couldn't hear him because he was just screaming and I turned it down. I don't know. Um like a dog whistle yeah. it was so loud. <laughs> he had hear. he did have some good jokes. Uh I got I got to say that I wish I would have wrote some down but I was already driving and watching this at the same time so I did not write anything down. Thank you for not doing that. Yes, yet. you're welcome. Uh so but I will tell you that um I don't know man. I, I thought I thought it was pretty good. I'm trying to remember I had a couple a couple of the jokes that he said that that I laughed at. There was a couple that I I got a pretty good chuckle at. I felt good about it. But there was a lot of stuff in there. One time he told a joke, and it almost seemed like he needed to explain it. Yeah. And uh, that's never good. No. That's never not, a good thing. Not for a professional. Not no. for a professional. So uh, he did a lot of jokes about his name because his name's Harmony, and some of the stuff about if he was in jail was a little bit funny. You know, uh, I don't. I, I did – I wish I could remember more of what he was talking about, but I do, I do think he was – he was decent. Uh, I mean, if if I were to tell somebody to go watch a comedy special, I don't know that I would be say, "Hey, check this out." But 
if you stumble across it, wouldn't kill you to watch it. <coughs> that being said, I'm going to go with a 2.8, which is still slightly above average because my average is 2.5. No, is that right? Your average is 3. My average is 3. Okay, then he's slightly below average. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm good either way. Gotcha. Um, all right, so I, I, yeah, I agree with all of that. He's He had some stuff. I felt like he was all over the place. I didn't feel like he has – I don't even know that he has a style. You know what I mean? Like, No, no, I, was, I agree with you because it was weird. At, at first I was like he was just telling a joke and then move on. There was no bringing – there was no like smooth move into the next set. You know what I mean? He just told a joke and went on. Told a joke. Now at the end he did – tell a joke that brought like seven different pieces of 13 other jokes together if you want to call it that and his closer hardly got a laugh oh my god his closer was horrible (laughs) he said dove soap and everyone's like i thought it was uh and i was i was intrigued at the i feel like the dove because he came back to what he said talking about having your and that when he first told that joke i was like that's the worst. Like I don't get it. That's stupid. Like, I like the play on the word and like mispronounce. But it, in though, the beginning, but. when he was talking about you know buying something from the ninety nine cent store, it came in and it left so quick. It didn't. It didn't relate to any jokes before it. It didn't go into any jokes after. And that was at the very beginning of the special. And that was his big ending. Like ah, <laughs> yeah. It didn't work the first time, bud. It's not gonna work there either. <laughs> like he could have. I feel like there was a better way to end that. He could have told the exact same joke, but kept it going with the uh, 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 the chlamydia free stuff or whatever it was. That's what he should have <laughs> yeah, ended yeah. it with, not with dove soap. Like he should finish it off with that because he actually got a chuckle out of that. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and, and I you know I don't want to disparage the guy entirely because he did have some jokes that were pretty, were good. pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think the only thing I wrote down was about the 99 cent store. He said, if you're buying a pregnancy test from the 99 cent store, it doesn't matter what that thing says. You're pregnant. You're pregnant. That was good. <laughs> I think that was one of his better ones. Um, and he had some other stuff. I was like, oh, okay. That's like I said, good. I left. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, he's right around average or so. But there was some stuff that it was like, and it was painful because I, I noticed more the people there not laughing. Well, he walk over like, to get water to get his water and it'd be dead silent for a minute, and then yeah. somebody would finally just kind of give a little hoot, and is like, "Yes, you got to do something." And the right? one time, like, get this guy moving a little bit. And the one time he even kind of narrated that he realized the last joke didn't hit, <laughs> and he's like, "Get some water, <laughs> get some water." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, there's nothing worse than there. The only thing worse than bombing is bombing on a sex swing. <laughs> That was actually, that's actually funnier now that he bombed. Or it, that wasn't funny when I first listened to it, but it is way more funnier now. That was one of his jokes. <laughs> You're like, you've bombed a lot, guy. Um, <laughs> he knows what it's all about. <laughs> so I haven't written, I wrote yours down when you said it. You said 2.8. I had 2.7 Oh, written look down. at you. So you had him slightly above average for you. For me, and and I was, but still lower than most of the things we've watched yeah um but right around there and i could have gone 2.8 i could have probably gone as high as a 2.9 depends on where you ask me during the special part of the special (laughs) i just got done watching but the fact that he ended it with dove soap some of it was a 1.5 and some of it was a 3.2 yeah um so anyway we're right about the same there 2728 
uh, and and we're on the same page there. And I agree with you. It's not horrible if if you're looking for something to watch. Sure, give it a shot. Yeah. you might like it. Yep. Um, but that's it. So we've got uh, we've got that taken care of. We've got to pick a Mount Rushmore and a comedy special for next week. All right, brother. So you're in charge of the comedy special. I'm in charge of the Mount Rushmore. Yes. All right. So. That being said, do you have anything in mind already for your comedy special? I do. I right, got two in mind. Let's I'll hear it. Choose one, but <laughs> sounds like a good idea. <laughs> um, it was between two. That, so there's one that I saw that's a couple years old, but it's a guy that I've heard on a couple. I watch. I listen to a lot. I say this all the time. I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, and a guy that. Uh, I've heard people on comedy podcasts recently mention a couple of times uh, about he he's not a huge name but he's really funny and he should more people should know about him yeah is what I'm is what I've heard so it was between that and a brand new one that I'll save um, unless you end up doing it next week or whatever but we'll do Nick Griffin called Cheer Up it's from 2019 you can find it on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you have the Amazon Prime account, it's free f- there. It's not a pay. Everybody or, has Amazon Prime. And if you don't have it, your brother's got it or your sister, you're using it somehow. Yeah. Or I have it if uh, if you shoot me a message on Facebook or text me or something like that. And if I like you, I'll let you use my. Uh, oh, that's such a bummer answer. for everyone. That is such <laughs> a bummer for everyone. Adam basically just said, I have an Amazon Prime account. And no one's allowed to have it. No one's allowed to have it. My, I think my <laughs> ex-girlfriend still has it because her name still comes up. Yeah, but uh, that's going to come up forever because once that's made, once that profile is made, it's there forever. I, I if, here's the deal. If I were, if if I had an ex-girlfriend and I was using her Amazon Prime, do. I'm using <laughs> that thing. Sure. But if I was using her Amazon Prime, I would use that until the day I know it no longer let me use it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. Absolutely. Netflix account? Absolutely. There are some days that I still get upset about her, so I'm going to next time I feel that way, I'm gonna change my password. <laughs> I gotta remember to do that. <laughs> so terrible. So terrible. No. Um, no, I, I mean I, I can't say that I, I blame care. you. I mean yeah. but at the same time it's still pretty funny. Yeah. Could you the best part would be is the Netflix, right? This is how I would do it. So She's also on my If I had a girlfriend account. who was watching Netflix and on my Netflix or and I'm on her Netflix account and we break up. And you know, 6 8 months later, I go to turn on my favorite Netflix I've been watching, you know, for the last 6 8 months and it turns off and it doesn't come on and it says I don't have a password or I got to pay something now. I'm like, "Hold up a second. I knew I didn't delete her number for a reason. <laughs> hey, girl, I'll be calling her right back. Hey, listen, I know things didn't end right, right? I know we ain't talked in about six or eight months, but. That is I, my account. I think somebody I think somebody changed your Netflix password. <laughs> <laughs> you hooked that back up for a brother. <laughs> oh, if you were using hers. I yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, if yeah. I was using hers, That's I'd right. be like, hey, you hook a brother back up. What do you say? Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, okay, so we'll do Nick Griffin, cheer up, and uh, for a Mount Rushmore for next week. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I've already said it, so let's do cartoons. Cartoons. Mount Rushmore of cartoons. All right, and look, here's the thing. 
If we've done cartoons already, it was long enough ago that we don't remember. Yeah, I guarantee it, we'll we'll have different ones now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can't remember if because we did. If we did tag teams next week, we'd pro- probably I might, might be, be a little bit different. Might be a little bit different. That's right. The out the outsiders probably wouldn't be on there. <laughs> probably would have switched that over either to the Road Warriors or to Harlem Heat. Oh uh, shoot. All right, so there you go. Cartoons. Yep. Cartoons and uh Nick Griffin, clear up, cheer up. Because my H's look like L's when I write things down. Um, yeah, and then hopefully maybe we'll have some bangles uh, going into, uh, I believe, the week before the season starts is how that'll work. I'm not sure with this three-game three, three game preseason. I think they get a bye week or something like that in between the regular season. Not exactly sure. But maybe we'll talk with uh, the Bengals insider, which we'll keep as a secret until he c- confirms if he wants to come on or not. Yep. We were talking about Netflix. Very last thing, I promise I'm not going to extend this. I love it. Let's go. I get a an alert thing from the Netflix app on my phone today during in the middle of the day during work, uh, like new release, I think. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I got so excited, and I watched it as soon as I logged off from work. <laughs> I, got, I fired up Netflix because I could not wait. New documentary about Bob Ross. What? My favorite artist. There's of all time a happy painter. Far. The happy painter's got a got a thing on Netflix now. It's a documentary about him. It's 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 a little sad. No, there's no way it can't be sad. I don't want to watch it. It's the happy so. painter. He's the happy painter. Yes. I don't want. Is the sad part that he dies? That's part of the sad part. Well, I don't want to watch it. There's no point in watching the happy painter if I'm going to be sad. It, it, there's a lot of information that I bet you've never known. Who though, cares? About I don't need behind the, the I scenes. I don't and, care about any of that stuff. Yeah. I just care about I care about a man in jeans, the bell-bottom jeans, a button-up shirt, the biggest afro you ever saw, not knowing what uh, what race he was. Still to this day, don't know what race he is. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But right. the fro, the fro was on point every single time he painted mm-hmm. pretty sure he painted from the year 1966 through the year 2000 when he died or 2008 or whatever uh I, it might be a wig because it always looked exactly the same perfection well the information about his hair is in that documentary i'll tell you that is it really oh yeah all all you need to know old pictures of what his hair looked like before that do you even recognize him no, his young his young stuff before he had a beard and his hair was different. You don't. I, I'm like he, he. They showed pictures of him and like another his friend or something like that. Which one's Bob Ross? No idea. Was there a happy tree in the background? <laughs> was there a happy little tree? He was always in uh, nature and stuff. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, he always he a happy little actually tree. Actually, did truly love nature, and he had wild animals that he should not have had near him all the time. He had a. There's a. Part of it, uh, oh, this would be the only thing I'll give away because I really want everyone to watch this because he's my favorite person in the world. A fox. He had a fox just on his shoulder, st- and he's, like, talking to somebody, and you know, there's a camera on him, and he's talking to somebody, there's a fox. And the fox is, like, must have been not domesticated but still sort of wild, but he was just comfortable with all animals because the fox is, like, opening its mouth and like kind of biting at his head and his neck and stuff and he's just like smiling and like reaching up petting it and stuff and putting, yeah, that, that, putting that, his hand yeah. near its mouth and stuff i'm like you're an insane person i don't even do that to domesticated dogs 
and you're doing that to a fox and squirrels and stuff. That's crazy. But anyway. Man, um, Bob Ross. That's so awesome good, to know. Get on and watch Bob Ross. Do that before you watch Nick Griffin. Mm-hmm. Watch both. I'm watching both, that's for sure. All right, brother. Till next time, don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs> <laughs>